Yeah, I'm afraid, like I'm scared as a dog, and I got a new song, and I want y'all to sing along, sing along. See, this is the way that we walk on the sun in a day when it's raining inside, and you're all alone. All alone, yeah, because the whole world. I think the mic better be checked by then. <laughs> I've officially lost my marbles in Alabama. Oh, uh, man. It's the Meet the Brave podcast, and today's episode is powered by Northwest Pizza and Pasta, where if you think the pizza is good, try hands down the best wings in the valley. Nobody, and I mean nobody does wings like nwp order now online for takeout delivery and relax on pulling up man we got to get this this covet the variants all that we got to get all that stuff figured out so hold your horses on just pulling up unannounced nobody likes the person that just pulls up unannounced but order online for takeout and delivery just make the process easier and when you pull up, tell them that you've been listening to the Meet the Break podcast too, in the, in the midst of it, because that is our day one sponsor. Salute to Morgan and the whole staff at Northwest Pizza for always taking care of us near and far. And when we pull up, really, really taking care of us. Today's episode of the Meet the Break podcast is powered by Uplifters, cultural leader company in the Bay Area. Uplifters is no vows, dominoes, activations, and just pushing the community further as far as just being creative and reimagining the ways that we collaborate, the ways that we align, how we go about obtaining our information that we need to be the leaders and show up in service the way that we need to do for our communities to scale and evolve. So salute to our family at Uplifters and go check out their new their new show, The Winning Formula, executive produced by our very own Alexius Franklin of Let's Bubble Productions. Today's episode is powered by The Reef Studios, studio in downtown Oakland, powered by myself, OG Jaron, Lucas, and the legendary Brian Simmons. Can handle everything from multi-tracking, audio books, podcasts, you name it, it can be done and has a very, 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 very special live series being announced very soon live at the Reef Studios. We've had some of the most amazing artists already pop through and then looking to book more. So right now, head over to the Reef Studios on IG for all of your studio inquiries and your needs and somebody will respond to you immediately. And last but not least, today's episode of the Meet the Brave podcast is powered by Let's Bubble Productions. Our brother Alexius Franklin making all of our content look as fly as he does. And not just us, an amazing storyteller, uh, director, writer, creative all the way around, you name it. Lex and Let's Bubble Productions get it gets it done from the winning formula to live from the Roof Studios to the Meet the Brave podcast and and some really, really special announcements that he will never let us make on the show that's killing me. But don't you worry, it's all coming soon. And if you want your shit to look as fly as ours does, head over to Let's Bubble Productions right now for all of your video inquiry and inquiries and your needs. That being said, let's start the show. Today's episode of the Meet the Brave podcast is just me. Nah, it's not just me. I'm Monty Draper. Salute to everybody. Um, I'm remote. Lex is remote on a lovely family vacation. And we can't really give L's location. It's undisclosed. Ain't no telling what fam is into for real. L might be Bruce Wayne. I'm just going to put it out there. If anybody uh, doubts that, I am in Birmingham, Alabama. Actually, Hoover, Alabama. Uh, working the Adidas 3SSB gauntlet uh, circuit. And, of course, couldn't walk three steps in a gym without somebody knowing LG. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, but all of them had the same sentiments of, wait, how'd you get L to do a podcast? <laughs> uh, so, miss my guys. Salute to them. And salute to y'all, man, for, for always rocking with the show, all our listenership, everybody from Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Simplecast, CastBox, you name it. Thank y'all for tuning in and our YouTube viewership for growing and scaling the way that y'all are. Um, I still want to issue a challenge, though. I feel like that's a fair thing to ask. Put somebody on and ask that they put somebody on and like just challenge them. Hey, 
we'll put you on a show. It's the best thing you're ever going to listen to. And if it's not, no harm, no foul. You walk away, go about your business. Mind you, just go about your business. No harm, no foul. But if you rock with the show, just put somebody on. Matter of fact, put two people on because of my trouble. I'm going out of my way to put you on something fly. And here you are hassling me. I, I, didn't, I didn't have to take time out of my day to put you on something that was going to stimulate you and elevate your life. So now, for the extra work you put me through, now you got to go put two people on. That's the challenge that I'm issuing in everybody. Salute to y'all, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it's such an honor to be able to pull up weekly and do the show. And because we took that random-ass week off, uh, all on my fault, uh, out here out here marathoning like I'm grown, like like I don't got a show to do, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't the guy's fault. That was definitely me. But I, I told him, I was like, yo, we, we, we can't take another week off. We can't. This, this is not how we get down. So we're going to try something new. Um you're just gonna get our random, our random thoughts individually in individual segments. I'd have no idea what they're <laughs> what they're going to say. They have no idea what I'm gonna say. But I will start my segment off by um, by thanking my bros. I seen I've seen a lot of and social media is weird as shit. Um, I'm about to go off on a tangent, so before I do that, uh, I need to remind everyone, Grand Nationals' first headlining show in the Bay is August 6th. That is August 6th at New Parish. Head over to thenewparish.com right now and purchase your tickets. Uh, You missed the early birds already. It was $25. They went up, and they only going to keep going up on that ass, so go over and get your tickets for the August 6th show at the New Parish. That's newparish.com, Grand Nationals' first headlining show. And we do have some really dope special guests. I feel like I should be able to tell y'all who the special guests are because niggas be pretending like they listen to the show. And then if I say it here and then it gets out, it'll be hella dope. But I'm not. I'm going to honor what we said and not announce that till till closer to the show. But Grand National, Kevin Allen presents Grand National and Friends August 6th at the New Parish. Visit thenewparish.com to get your tickets ASAP. Okay. Now we got that out of the way. <laughs> Uh, is there anything else? And visit GrandNational.com, too, for all the fly shit. If you need vinyl, if you need Kevin Allen's Wrong Idea single, you can only get it from us. Uh, vinyl, you can only get it from us. Merch, you can only get from us. You name it, man. Pull up and fuck with us. Okay, let can we get back to the show? God damn it. All right. Am I missing something? I feel like I'm missing something else, too. It don't matter, man. Um, but social media has this, done this weird thing, yo, where... You get to see um, people are more inclined to keep it a bean with you, um, or not even with you, but keep it a bean with the world and absolute strangers. There's some hiding in plain sight thing. I don't, I don't understand the mindset quite yet, and perhaps discussing it with y'all, we can work through it. But um, some of my nearest and dearest uh, friends, who I really, really respect, and in and the creative scene is is really weird too, because you don't want to just jump out the window and assume everybody's your people. But I can honestly say, along the way, I've made some true friends, right? Um, yeah. Watching people's stories and and I and salute to Sue, um, my brother. I am Sue. I love you dearly, and you know that. Uh, we talk a lot more these days, um, but right at the beginning of the pandemic, he goes. Nigga, why aren't you on Twitter? She's like, Twitter is made for you. All that, all that long caption shit on Instagram. Nobody want to read all that shit on, on Instagram, but on Twitter, like that's where you can get your shit off. Like, get back on Twitter. So it was only because of him I got back on Twitter. And holy fuck, what a like, like what a. My mom hates when I say that. Mom, I love you. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm working on that. Uh, I, and 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 not like I'm letting my mama check me because Didi ain't checked me since '87. Don't get it twisted. No, nah, I'm I was born eighty nine, um, but just because you, I love my mom. She asked, she asked for a solid. I can do my mom a solid. She brought me in this world for, for crying out loud. I almost, almost said it again in the process of apologizing to her for saying it. Um, he goes, bro, like that's where you can get your shit off. It's, Twitter is made. The new layout of Twitter is made for you. And so I'm back there, and I'm like, whoa, this is a trip. Like just seeing it, and, and some of my favorite writers and thinkers, I'm able to like immediately tap in with us it's a beautiful thing so grateful to be back on twitter however the combination of twitter and ig and in that that random run of of clubhouse like completely um i can honestly say this shit terrified me because 
I'm inter- I was interfacing with all of these people, pandemic or not, whether it be phone calls, uh, FaceTimes, just random walks and hikes and, and lunches and coffees and, and, you know, just random meetups. I'm interfacing with these folks and, you know, for whatever reason, and, and it's, and it's kind of always been like that since I was a kid, people confide in a way. And, and I'm actually proud of that too. Like if nigga, if, if, if you got a secret that you want to come die somewhere, just come tell it to me. Um, I just, just something about telling people's business that is never set right with me. If a person goes, Hey, don't tell nobody. They, they, I, they mean it. Like, I know you got significant others, niggas pillow talk, all this shit. And you got a partner that you close with. No, that's how leaks happen. My friend, I know my friends hate that shit. It's like, bro, you ain't say nothing. Not, nigga, you told me not to say, how you mad at me for not saying nothing? You told me not to say nothing. So I didn't say nothing, but you mad because I didn't tell you what the other person told. It's, it's confusing, but don't be out here telling people business. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful in the way that people can fight with me. However, it does create an interesting space, void, or what ha- whatever the fuck. Like, I just occupy a unique space where <laughs> where people come in. And, and, and I used to think of it as dumping. And I know it's not dumping. It's just like they feel really safe. So that I'm proud of. However, when what they've come to confide is in alignment with what they're posting and how they moving outside it's like i'm i'd be, I'd be confused not judging just confused and just not sure how to interject or how to how to sh- how to show up is, is a better is a better way to put it um and there's a lot of that and and women like i'm all i'm, I'm always gonna have my my connection and relationships to women is always gonna be what it is just those raised ball women i'm a lot more Com- comfortable ain't the word because like I'm comfortable around niggas too but it's I, I, I I'm more inspired around women how about that I'm way more inspired around women um, especially especially since the, the, the need for competition um, competitively ain't really there no more and that's not and then that's not it's also something I gotta unpack too that shit being gone is not necessarily a good thing because uh Though I can, and, and the reason I'm saying that is because it's fucking Apple Watch, Morgan, Morgan, Lex, Janelle, Raj. Like I get their alerts when them niggas work out, and I get irritated, but then I don't do, go do nothing about it. Um, partly of it is schedule, part mo- most of it is the competitive shit that I gotta figure out and address because it should be it 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 irritated me the first week and it inspired me, but I I have gotten that figured out. I gotta you know I got my situation start uh, first thing in the morning when I get back to the bay. I'm excited and uh, getting my workout back. I like all that's happening, but. My, my my partners though that are that are posting these cryptic, dark ass, depressed ass tweets and and captions and shit. I'm like, my nigga, what's going on for real? And then, oh no, fam, you know it's good, good, good. And then eventually they go, nah, shit fucked up. I'm like, okay. And and it, and it and I and I got and I got really sad and like in like real time seeing so many of my 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 partners hurting for real and. And I really, really want to um, encourage, um, be a model for uh, not suffering in silence and and leaning in, no, not not even leaning in, um, refacing a vulnerability through the lens of 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 masculinity, but especially for 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 black men. Um, so a lot of my niggas that are that are some of the most thorough individuals, some of the most creative individuals, some of the most giving individuals, and some of the um, you know some of our, our greatest leaders are are under attack um, in both a, in a in both a metaphorical way and a, in a literal sense, um, and so. I, I, I honestly, when, when I sent the text to Ellen Lex, I had no idea. I, I, I No, no, no. I did have an idea of what I was going to talk about and what this and the closer I got time to sit down. And then the second I started talking, it's like, this is what was on my heart for real. And I love my ladies. Y'all, y'all, y'all know that. Like women, like women, especially in my life, how they show up for me from from teen to my to my sisters, um, my mother, my, my, my G, 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 G already know what it is. That's my that's my that's my nigga. 
Like if if God forbid I catch a fair case, I hope my Cody. No, I don't. That's stupid. I don't hope my Cody is my grandmother. However, if my Cody is my grandmother, I know I'm not going to jail because she thorough, thorough, nigga. How about that? Um. So the late the ladies um, in my life. Uh, uh. Shout, shout out Kate. Shout out sis Jane. Um. Jennifer Johns. Oh, you know you know how I feel about you. Um. Uh, Alicia, Alicia uh, you know, like the uh, D, that my nick D D is D thorough for real. D, if if D don't trust you, I, I'm I might shoot you for real. How about that? Like I I, I do believe that. Um, but the way the women show up, y'all y'all know what it is. Uh, but the it's something it's something about a brotherhood that makes you feel unfuckwittable and. Especially when, when it's when it's when the when the when the energies is up when the, when niggas you know niggas and hit hit a few push ups and they chest out and they they talking shit like ooh it's something it's something about that something about that scene it's something about that essence it's something about that energy that just that just unlocks something different in you and I want that for all my bros um, I want that I want I want that confidence I want that insulation for for all my for all my brothers for real shout out Reed. Shout out Deuce, man, Deuce, love you, bro. Shout out Kev, uh, shout out Deal, uh, Goldie, Poe, G, Lex, Jizzle, uh, Champ, DB, uh, Rig, um, Morg, Morg, man, Morg. Every everybody that listens to the show, Morg may as well be uh, another microphone. The way we bring him up, but Morg called me um, while I was out here on set, and I actually. Instead of just like ignoring it, I was like, "Man, my brother called me. Let me step away." And I just stepped away and just went on a walk and talked to him. But wouldn't a walk in the Alabama heat and didn't even trip. And by the time I, I was like drenched, by the time I got back to sweat, they're like, "Set." They're like, "Nigga, what was you doing?" You know. Um, but I want that. I want that insulation and that protection and that support system for 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 men in general, but for, but especially my my back my my black bros. Like it's and, and and just the way the dynamics are, the way the world is set up right now, you can you can genuinely feel like you're under attack, and and I don't believe they're making it up. Shout out my brother Dame, can't forget Dame, Dame, the way Dame has shown up for me, uh, my my pops, that nigga's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> my dad is hilarious. It's just so funny. I love you, dad. Um, and I'm and and I'm and I'm rooting for you and and praying for you in ways that I didn't even know I was capable of praying. So I I, I mean that when I say that. Uh, I, I I want I want that. Uh, B walk. God damn, can't even get it. I, I've gotten to spend so much time with B walk this weekend. I I, I almost didn't mention him because he B walk is one of them partners that I don't have to talk to B walk every day. Maybe every other week, maybe every, maybe once a month, if we if we're being generous. But it it'll be a, it'll be a long engagement just to just tapping in for real and tapping in the ways and eat, learn. You know what you know what it is. Learn how your people need to be checked on, cause not a monolith. It ain't just straight up and down. Um, really be tapped in enough to to or or at the very least be listening enough when you do get get a chance to spend time with them, to to have callbacks and to have checkups. Um, and to keep pushing the dialogue forward and the momentum, so that even if you, even if you miss time, it don't feel like you miss time at all. Like you there, stride for stride. Yo, what big projects you got working? You got coming on. What are your What are your goals for the rest of the year? What are your goals for the next five years? Like I, I feel I feel real. I feel real wealthy. Um, uh, my on my birthday, Kate. Kate, Kate wrote in my card uh, to the richest man in the world, to the wealthiest man in the world, and I, I feel like that. Even nigga count being a minus, you know, I'd be 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 out here thugging it, but I, I do feel like the wealthiest man in the world is because of the relationships, and and this isn't this isn't a bear everyone's burden conversation. This is this is really really an ode to nurturing relation relationships and pouring in to people and showing up and being of service and I can't I can't encourage that more um, as a form of currency pour into your people um, be open 
in in whatever allows you to meet new people, especially as you travel. Um, you never know who you're talking to. I can honestly say that here. Uh, the amount of people I've met in just the span of four days is is a little overwhelming, and not even just the the how the quantity. Um, it's the quality of individual um, and what their passions are, what their pursuits are, what their careers are, what their focuses are currently, and and how much alignment they are. And it's like, damn, man, we should probably collaborate. We should follow up. We should check in. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of times, it don't lead to shit, but the openness allows for movement. In a in a in a in, in some agility, man. Uh, I can't can't speak enough about uh, what Nana and the entire Five Ten family has brought. Uh, and I I hate the fact that I've missed class so many consecutive weeks. I just I've been I, I've I've I haven't. I'm gonna stop stop. I'm gonna stop saying I'm busy. Uh, I'd like to start saying. Uh, I wasn't as as efficient with my time as I could have been because I could have for sure made time to not miss class. That, that's the reason it's online, so you don't miss it no matter where you are in the world. And so uh, I want to get a little bit more efficient. I, I started interviewing assistants this week. What the fuck is happening to me, y'all? This is getting crazy. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, and I don't know. I just... I, I want so badly. Did I? Did I, I? I didn't mention Freak. God damn it! Let me talk about Freak before before I get out of here because I'm I'm rambling now. But I uh, I started I started putting together. I started compiling the demos for my for my record. It's it's, it's that time, and, and and you guys gotta understand that some of this stuff has been recorded over a span of three years. Um, and so my voice is different. Uh, my delivery is different. Uh, my skill set is different. Uh, I've, I've been really diligent about, um, just getting better, but there's a, there's a line, uh, where I reference what freak has mean to me throughout this entire process. And, and don't get me wrong. Like I've had people show up and I, 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 I named a lot of them. Uh, but there, one one day, one day I'll be able to. Um, one day visually, I'll be able to show you all how that man has shown up for me, <clears throat> and not even just me. Uh, his entire his entire circle. Uh, we all lean on him in an impossible way sometimes, and. And that niggas gonna make the short jokes, all the shit they want to, but this it's not a it's not a pair of shoulders I trust more than that than that one. Uh just to figure it out, problem solve and never complain. Like if if you get no freak nerves, you ain't gonna never know it, you know. Um and and I and I felt compelled to bring that all the way back around simply because uh it's a it's allowed me to arrive at a space to not suffer in silence. Freak, Davion, uh, shout out Dame and uh, shout out Dev. Uh, Dame, Dame is in Cleveland. Uh, Dame uh, Dev is in Indianapolis. Uh, uh, bro, Saya, like it's a lot. It's a lot of men um, that have shown up and been like, "My nigga, what you need?" Like don't even don't even stop to hesitate. Like it's it's not even a hesitation. Poe, cut what you what you good? You need art. Get off my phone. Uh Darren. <laughs> I, I I hope I hope everybody's keeping count. because uh, I'm there's 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 several people that I forgot that I've not mentioned, you know. Um Salute to Sal. Uh Push. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Quitty, uh I love you. We'll, we'll get up very, very soon. Um, you, you and I's conversation requires a, a lot of space, and I'm, I'm trapping right now, like trapping, trapping, and, um, and got and, and knocking on the doorsteps of some, some goals that can change a lot of things for us, for us all. But the, the insulation that I, that I've been afforded, that I've been rewarded, uh, that God has blessed me with, um, from, from. 
people as a whole, but specifically men of color, my nigga, you you can't you can't you can't pay for that. It's the when they when they say when they say you get you get don't get gassed by your crew. That's just what that means. Don't get gassed. It's that shit. Like when you when your niggas is bigging you up, you you damn near feel invincible. Um. So I'm gonna encourage my bros this week to not suffer in silence. Uh, reach out. Reach out, reach up, reach back, reach to your side. <laughs> reach to your side. There, there are people there that love you, that that adore you, that admire you, and and no matter what you're going through, and people be going through some some dark shit uh, financially, like the the hardship. Like people ain't been able to earn. People's plans have been uh, altered in in. And rerouted. Uh, I'm. I. I am no stranger to that. Uh, I've shared in, in in bits and pieces about what the pandemic did to me, but it was it was my bros that that that, that stepped up and and really really um, showed up for me at this time. And being I'm um, down here working on on a on a film uh, and. Part of the film is auditing that experience, and 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 the and the exchange just so happens to be between young men ages fourteen and seventeen, and it 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 sent me back to those days of of a true brotherhood, and so many of my lifelong relationships were made at 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 places like these, at experiences like these, at activations like these, and it can it can set you up on a, on an amazing path for the for the rest of your life. And uh, these these group settings, these team settings, these people building experiences, these social settings, um, parents encourage your children, support them through it, and and and, and then allow them space in it. Um, and then as we age and as we grow older, lean into those too. Um, yeah, man, that's that's my uh, that's my rant for the week. Uh, we, we 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 tried something new this week just to. Just to say that we connected with our with our folks, cause y'all y'all really are our people, and 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 then I don't be wanting to get pressed in the streets like that too, y'all man. Look here, like we we do this podcast shit, but don't just be running up on me at at Sprouts, my nigga. Like you know me, I'm trying to get my uh my brie and and <laughs> and my oat milk, and here you come talking about where the podcast at this week. First of all, fam, back up off me. Nah, I love you guys. Thank you. Um, see y'all next week. And I am LG. Uh, definitely want to keep that as close as possible to how our usual podcast goes. Uh, we're trying something out new this week, so that'll be pretty interesting. Um, but as far as me for this week, uh, this has been a pretty eventful week for me. Uh, you know, I'm the one that tends to not to give too much information on uh, what it is that I have going on. Um, and that's mainly just because, um, for one, I'm a very private person. Uh, for two, um, I'm really big on just doing things, um, and then having people catch up to it later, um, when you're like ready to introduce, introduce it or, um, just when they pay attention or whatever like that. So, um, I know I'm getting a lot better, um, at some point with making sure that I do, um, you know, communicate more things that's going on with me. Uh, and then, you know, also collaborating with other people that have things going on as well. So um, all of that stuff will be coming up. Uh, but, you know, work this week was interesting just because uh, sh- shit. Uh, corporate life is almost is almost coming to an end. Um, you know, I've done everything I can in the corporate uh, spectrum uh, by, you know, playing inside of the guidelines of what you have to do when you are doing corporate. Uh, there's only so much uh, freelance and free uh, thinking that you're able to pull off. And you do as much of it as possible uh, to, one, uh, keep your sanity intact, uh, but also for two, uh, to make the experience great for other people. Um, but what tends to happen is, is that you hit that glass ceiling, um, and you know, the more and more you tap in, eventually it's only inevitable that, you know, you're going to start to look into other ventures and, uh, 
slowly but surely or even just drastically make a switch or a change. Um, and I'm approaching that uh, position. So I'm really interested in uh, the next uh, chapter uh, when that does come about. Uh, but that is coming up uh, fairly, fairly soon, actually. Um, also, this week, I had a really interesting conversation um, in and around sex. Um, we had that with uh, with a group of people. Um, got a chance to tap in, uh, you know, with people, uh, you know, men and women of different age ranges um, on just their experiences um, around relationships, uh, sex, and um, and uh, really careers. Uh, and it was cool just to get just to tap into the minds of these people and see where they are um, currently, just from all these different backgrounds, different states. Um, different career choices uh so all of those people coming together and uh just just sharing uh was beneficial to to um you know everyone you know everyone can pick up on something with everyone being completely uh transparent in what they've learned or come across to this point um and there's more to come on that one but for sure some some points or whatever that was really interesting uh is that you know, experience levels vary and, and uh, hoeing works to your benefit. Uh, you know, the more and more people that you talk to around, you know, their sexual encounters, uh, you come to find out that, you know, as much as hoe, hoe the word hoe is taboo in today's age, just period, um, you know, the marketing and narrative around a hoe. Uh, you know, like women are doing a great job at uh, taking back a lot of the words that have been taboo, um, you know, have become taboo over the years um, and owning them. And I'm, you know, completely behind uh, that as well. Um, and part of that is also that in hoeing, you get a good idea of uh, you start to come across knowing yourself. Um, and what it is that you want. Um, and it's really interesting as uh, the more and more, and really you know, it doesn't even have to come down to actually having sex, uh, but at least experiencing different minds and coming in contact with different people. And if you take it to that level of uh, having, uh, you know, a sexual encounter, uh, then you can find what it is that you like or dislike and body types that you're interested in and uh, positions that you that works out best for you um, and for your and for a partner, too. Um, and then, like, you know, if you if you what things that what things do you enjoy? Uh, and the more and more you get to, you know, christening and like bring those bringing that together for yourself uh the better for future endeavors for the when it is that if that doesn't work out then that's perfectly fine because you know as you move along uh the experience is only going to help you out with maintaining and keeping um, a partner interested in the future so um it was just interesting that you know for the most part uh, you know, being what a woman that isn't well traveled will say, um, but they for sure want them to be, you know, the biggest of freaks and uh, have and be able to do all these things and like truthfully, and then it's caught off guard when like they put them in a position and it's just like, oh, wait a minute, in the mid like mid doing it, like you really fuck with it, but also you'd be like. All right, so where you learn that from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, like, that, that in the back of your mind, you really try to figure that part out. Uh, when in truth, like, you gotta, you gotta thank that person or thank, uh, thank the person that you with, of course, but also thank, uh, those they may have been encountered with before that, you know, did it for them, you know, or taught it to them, you know, like the, the whole Yeezy taught me situation, you know, the, the, uh, the famous, uh, Chris Rock, uh, skit from, uh, Life of Pablo. Uh, the whole Yeezy taught me like it's uh you gotta you gotta you know give a salute to when this when those encounters happens and you're like oh shoot you know that's dope and then I could play off of that you know it's a it's a creative ordeal that you're spending to, that you're uh, spending some time with on that one so you know there's just another way to look at it as opposed to completely jumping to the defensive and being like ah well you know 
that ain't gonna work out for me. I get, I need to know more. You know, I need to know like exactly who it is and how long are y'all together and what exactly did y'all do. And now I gotta meet this person and I gotta whip his ass and shit like that. You know, so that shit's whack. You feel me? Uh, but uh, another thing is is just like knowing the partners and picking up on traits. Uh, it's interesting too that. Um, when you do have more partners, uh, more interactions, then you start to put together a checklist of things that does work and what, and what does it. Uh, so it helps you then craft, uh, what your habitual situation could be or even, uh, be able to verbalize what it is that you need from your current partner. You know, if they're lacking in a certain situation or a certain um, aspect, then you can definitely, like, you know, put them up on game on, like, and even, like, you know, kind of approach it from different ways, too. You know, use your creativity in that part that helps you out to, you know, figure out what it is that works out best for you and your partner. Um, But if it's not going to be that person, then at least, you know, for future reference uh, what it is that you're looking for. So that's just something that you get also from, you know, hoeing, you know, be a, be a hoe. Don't worry about it. Uh, and then the last thing is like avoiding hostage situations where self-respect gets lost. And that's a big one, um, especially when you're I know for women uh, in particular, um, and it's a big thing on like body count and uh, keeping the body count down. Um and I'm and I'm pretty, a lot of that I'm sure has to do with like health, uh, but I know a good amount of that as well has to do with like societal norms and um, interaction with other people, and uh, you know what information gets out, you know, because perception is a big thing um, in society, and you know the more partners that you have, you know, you start to develop a name, and now you are here with the. Uh, you know, now folks is out here just giving up like their, their, uh, their opinions, uh, without knowing the full ordeal. So I do understand that part. Uh, but you, you for sure don't want to end up in a situation where, uh, you're protecting your body count, uh, but, and you're, and you're also staying longer than you need to, you know, cause you end up in a situation where, uh, you have a partner, uh, that's lacking, and uh they have you and they and they could pick up off of the uh everything that you know they they know as much as possible about what makes you tick and how loyal and how that situation will be with you so it makes it so that uh now uh they can play off of that and you end up being in a relationship for way longer uh than anticipated uh, you can just continue to do it because you don't want to stop and break break it off and you know start over and potentially have more added to the body count and it you know it, it and it, at some point uh, you get lost in that and get lost in that. you lose your self respect and start forgetting like you know what your natural what your beauty is or what your sex appeal is um, and you try you're not really venturing out because you're afraid to, you know, upset somebody or uh, afraid of what that person will do, whether it's to you or it's to themselves. Uh, so you just go down this like super tumultuous road um, that makes it unfortunate that you're not getting the most out of what it is that you need as a human being. You start chipping off the years and the time that you could have been being happy so uh there's a lot of things that come along with that conversation around sex that kind of just is like eye-popping uh ordeals for me just because there's so many different people with so many different um uh experiences and backgrounds that's interesting um also like men and women uh not recognizing the game they signed up for uh is a big one is that uh you know we're constantly in a game uh between men and women and then also all the all the bad good and bad habits that have been passed down for you know for decades um between all of these like family um family combinations and uh 
you know, what people have learned over the years and what they pass to their children and how their children interact with other children and what their experiences will be with that and then how they mold all of that into what their philosophy is going to be and whether that's right or wrong, how they then pass that to pass the energy to um, an eventual partner who matches up with what their background is as well. And these two come together and if they have a, a little one, but now they're both adding in on that and just continue to, you know, push that envelope too. So it's just, uh, it's just interesting that, you know, over the years, like you can start to forget that this is a, this is a game of sorts and what you signed up for, um, is just like reading the, the, just like not reading the full terms and agreement when you're signing up for an app. Like if you're not looking at every single line and every single paragraph, then some things can get missed. And all of a sudden you're like, ah, well, you didn't tell me that, you know, this was that type of situation. And, uh, you, you wasn't, you didn't give me the full, understand it beforehand so I can make the right decision for myself. And it's really just like, now nah, also you got to take some responsibility and some accountability as well, uh, because you have to know that you also brought your own uh, skeletons or uh, things that you swept underneath your rug to the equation as well. And that stuff caught on to what they were doing and then it made like a super bug and now y'all both have it it's it's grown to the point that it's out of control on both sides so each so both of y'all didn't read the proper terms and agreement so you know that was just something that's interesting as well so that was uh you know my my week's suspense of like all the the sex talk uh but yeah i'm down for always having sex talk that's always great especially i would have had that with many uh, women and as many women as possible, you know, men could be included as well, but as many, as much women as possible because women have so many intricate, uh, I, uh, experiences and ideas, uh, in and around sex and relationships, like the level of things that they've encountered for men, you know, we can definitely mask a, a ton of things. And also we got the cool factor. So you don't really get to like the, the bottom of a lot of that information, but you put them in a room with, you know, a bunch of women or even like a woman that's tapped in, then you could probably get to a really good convo. So that was definitely cool to come across. Um, also, last thing is that I, uh, <laughs> I found myself programming my, uh, my granddad, who's, uh, 83. Um, I, f- I found myself programming his Apple Watch, um, and, and doing so, uh, my man has never, you know, technology wasn't a huge thing back in his day, of course. So, you know, they're coming from the, the house phone and no cell phones. So to, to the point of there being a smartphone and now a smartwatch and, you know, smart glasses and smart, all kind of stuff, smart TVs and all this, everything that's smart nowadays, uh, just sitting down and being with a person that was before that time, the type of stories that they tell you and how, as you're doing it is fucking hilarious like uh so that whole experience was great um had a good chance just to get his stuff situated so that his program for tell him like his beats his uh heartbeats per minute and his uh like uh how many steps he's getting in and make sure like he gets his alarms and uh reminders and everything tapped in for meds and all that but um it was it was hella cool because he was just I, I got a chance to just sit down and talk about some of the stories prior to technology, uh, on just like whether it's uh, uh, police encounters or even just stories about you know my uh, my mom, my aunt, and my uh, and my uncle, or even my grandmother. Like any of those stories, or whatever. Prior to technology, is hilarious. Um, I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna talk about them, of course, on the on the air. Uh, we'll keep that between us. You know, our, our family is 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 wild folks. So I, I come by it honestly. Uh, so shout out to you, Granddad. Uh, glad you situated and enjoy that enjoy that smartwatch. You know, hopefully you know you you you'll be teaching somebody else that teach somebody else. You know what's going on with that thing. Um, 
only got a few more topics to to get off of this random consciousness. So excuse me for all of my randomness, but this is definitely how my brain works. Uh, so you know, hopefully y'all enjoyed it. If not, you can always tell us. I don't, you know, it is what it is. This is how it is. If you were like a hangout, you'll you'll get a bunch of randomness from me. Uh, but uh, bit quick question for everyone: um, How many women do you think are in therapy because of you? You know, that's a that's a deep one for you, because can you be honest and have you had a conversation with any of your uh, your past people? We'll say uh, where, you know, some time has passed and it just it just happens to come up in conversation um, that they're in therapy um, and that a lot of that therapy that they're um that they're going through has to do with you um or it, it doesn't even have to be laid out that way like they don't even have to come out directly and say it uh but in conversation you start to pick up on uh some of it and be like oh shit that's me like it it, it it's basically specifically because of some shit that i did and it's like fuck that's literally that can't be what's going on about me out there. Like me, me out in these streets cannot be that I'm sending people to therapy, you know, like, and as a person that has not conducted, um, you know, the full, um, I guess the full background of going to different therapists and, you know, picking out one and uh, coming to uh, the conclusion of who, you know, how long I have for that, uh, part of my journey to then help me through some of my things that I have going on. As somebody that has not that gone through that part of the process yet, uh, and has said that, yes, that is something that I want to do at some point. Um, of course, when I have the mental bandwidth to do so, because that's a process, of course. Um, but for someone that hasn't done that yet, uh, to hear that somebody has done all those steps and gone through the process and the reason for doing it has to do with you is fucking crazy. Like it really is a wild thing to come across and, um, you know, get a grasp on. And then also just puts you in a, in the mental mindset of like, damn, folks got to do better. Right? <laughs> like I really got to do better. Yo. Like I, which I, which I think that a lot of the work that I do on my day to day is me, getting and doing better but just to find out that somebody is has taken those steps because of you you have to be like fuck I for one I probably need to go back and right some wrongs in that particular situation you know it's not going to be you know all wrongs isn't like we're going to be together and um moving forward or anything like that but at least like just admit where it is that you may have had a shortcoming um, on your side and then kind of go from there and see if that does the trick. If not, then, hey, you know, you did your best and that's the reason why therapy is eventual. Um, and also, this is my former therapy. So y'all do a great job listening to me um, and then reaching back out to me and letting me know where I was completely wrong at. Um, or you might feel me on some things and then there we go. There goes my therapy. So it's partly y'all fault. It's partly y'all fault that I don't have a therapist yet because I can talk and y'all feel me on some things and that delays my ther my therapeutic process. Uh, so that's also a part of therapy where I'm not admitting my, my fault in being accountable, which is probably number one on the, on this. It's number one for everything. So if you was a alcoholic doing Alcoholics Anonymous, the first thing in order for you to to start your step process and get a pendant at some point is that you have to be accountable. Uh, so that's me in this in this point in time uh, working on my accountability. But first, but right now I'm not going to do it, and I'm going to say it's y'all listeners that's stopping me from being accountable and starting my therapeutic process. So then I can help out the people that are going to therapy for me. I don't know. Worry about y'all people that are going to therapy for you. Uh, <laughs> Why why do women hit you as soon as they catch some free air from their situation? That can be 11 a.m. or 11 p.m. 
It's when it's why they are better at cheating because they utilize the entire 24 hour shot clock. Which is very true. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to say by experience, you know, because, you know, I'm a holy individual and none of my old work or old people um, reach back out to me uh, for any of these type of encounters because they're great people as well. So when they get into their relationships, they are strictly just for their men, you know, or if they have switched over to the side and just for their women, or maybe they was already for women before that they're messing with women again, because, you know, fuck niggas. And if that, if that's the case, then power to them, you know, um, for everybody messing with whoever the, whoever the hell it is that you want to mess with. But for this particular situation or, or question, uh, that's a, that was one that was in my random stream of consciousness, uh, and I was just really trying to get a grasp on it, on like how effective women are at cheating. And it has to do with because there is no there's no minutes or second that they that's like perfect timing, by the way. For somebody wanted to start doing some drilling on a wall. But uh that is is truthfully like the they can utilize every minute and second in their uh day to have the potential to step out and cheat you know and it's like for our guys it's a little bit more on a schedule you'll say uh where uh it's like a specifically uh for a real good time which probably be already outside so you're already clothed and outside uh hidden the streets or whatever and something comes across your table and you take it you know like that's a that's a that's the that's about as random and it's going to get uh for how those occurrences are going to be now for a woman they do damn near the opposite of that, where they get all the way dressed up, go outside specifically to make sure, or specifically to tell guys that they don't want anything to do with them. You know, like, it's like, I got all dressed up for you to give me all the attention in the world, for me to not take that attention and look, make you look stupid and dip out. You know, like, that's really what I was doing was just, like, I was trying to get an ego boost for the night and probably get some free drinks, of course, you know, because you ain't got to spend shit when you go outside. That shit goes on, like, any of your personal items that you want. You know, if you want another picture to hang up in the wall or you want to put a new couch in your crib, you know, that's where your money goes. You know, it's not going to go to no damn drinks, you know, so. Um, but separate from that, it could be, a, you know, like a... Uh, grocery shopping excursion or like a stop at Jamba Juice and a cat catch your attention or whatever and something very simple transpires and quick little number shift or even like a napkin slip or something random. That doesn't have to transpire that night. Doesn't have to transpire that day. Doesn't have to take place anytime this week or month or year. But eventually it could be utilized for, you know, a random occurrence or even like a quick occurrence. It doesn't matter, but it could be any point throughout the day. It could be a, a 11 a.m. It could be a 1 p.m. It could be a 11 p.m. It could be a 12:30 a.m. It's just it, it's it's so many different time frames that you can do it. And it's really just any type of uh, separation that you can have from uh your partner is like an opening for that to take place. You know what I'm saying? So like if they, if they had you fucked up in this particular moment, then okay, I'm gonna sit on that. But then like, you know, give me whenever I feel like it that I remember, you know, last week you was big tripping. So guess what I'm gonna do? Uh, when you least expect it, when I'm just like, um, in the, in, in between dropping off something, uh, dropping off something at a friend's house and that's when I have my little, you know, little step out and then in between that to go right back to the house and 
cook dinner as if it was nothing that took place, you know. So like that's just that I don't know. Maybe that's how my mind works. And you can tell me if I'm wrong or not, but y'all might wanna y'all might wanna listen to me, you know. I, I think I might know some things about this. Um, I'm not really gonna get into uh, any of the other topics that I had because I want to keep this along the lines of being um, a lot more. Uh, random streams as opposed to something that is just like a specific occurrence that took place in the world because of course you have the the Rachel Nichols situation with Maria Taylor that's been talked about a good amount of times and you know Rachel Nichols just once again you know the the white woman for sure wants uh Wants to be wants to go down with the with patriarchy, but that's only for them to get on top. You know, it isn't for like uh, for like women as a whole. Like, yes, you want all the women to come together to boost you up. You know, so that's really what that is. I don't have much much more to talk about on that as an individual. That'd be something dope to talk with the guys on, uh, but me personally, nah. Shout out to Paige uh, Bukers, uh, Buckers, I, can't, I don't know how to say her last name, but shout out to her for her SB win. Really, really good basketball player uh, for UConn, uh, point guard for UConn, one uh, woman uh, basketball player of the year. Um, and she used all of her fame and notoriety and SB moment uh, to, to shine light on uh, on black women. So shout out to her, uh, black women, sorry, for uh, black women uh, hoopers, uh, black women sports um, players like this, like, how over how many women so if the if the landscape of women's basketball is eighty percent black um, or eighty percent when eighty eighty percent black and uh, the majority of the, of course within that it'll be the ones that are uh, winning awards uh, for their uh, for their accolades and um, and how how much work they've done on the court and off the court. Um, only to lose out media-wise on uh, the attention for all of the work that they do. And then when there's a moment where there's a Paige Buker or Booker um, and she does all the things that she does, because she's great, of course, but she's also white. So therefore, um, everybody, you know, the media is like, salivating over uh what they can you know what they can write up or what they can talk about or the amount of attention they can bring her way Uh, so she just wanted to take that off of her a bit and make sure to uh outline that to for black women and so power to power to her for what she uh used her stage for and her limelight for uh that's really what we're talking about as the black uh, for the black community and really just people of color what we're all talking about uh when it comes to um how white people can um can help us and can shine light on things is by utilizing their stages and uh speaking from their own hearts like as opposed to um you know doing uh specifically uh, instead of like just saying that oh we're behind you or uh uh, what it is, what it, what, what it is, can we do? Or asking us what, uh, not, or asking us, uh, how do you feel about whatever is going on in current, uh, in the current state of, uh, the, the culture or, uh, society or America and stuff like that, which is something that's common with everything that happens to black people in America. There's always the question of what can, <laughs> how do you feel about this particular occurrence? And usually the answer is, I don't have a feeling about it and I'm not the black spokesperson person so I'm not here to tell you what it is that black people are feeling about this particular moment uh, so shout out to her for the work that she did with that um, and then lastly uh, before I get up out of here uh, last sports talk the Bucks the Milwaukee Bucks are the worst team to go to the NBA finals of all time. I said it. 
you can't at me. <laughs> there is nothing to at. Uh, but you can always hit my phone or hit somebody that knows me to tell me, you know, that's probably the best way to go about it. Even though I probably will be back, I'll be making a return to uh, social media uh, at some point. Uh, but that's no here, no there. Uh, but yeah, the Bucks are for sure the worst team that has ever made a finals run. Uh, and that, mark my words, mark my words. Like, they played the dumbest form of basketball that I've ever seen. Uh, they have a superstar that, you know, cannot shoot outside the paint, decides they put the ball in his hands at the top of the key, uh, where all eyes are on him. They can't defend, they can't make open shots. Uh, they have two other stars on that team that are, that get paid like superstars and they're also USA players um, and they can't do anything outside of, uh, they can't do anything with a young up and coming athletic team that just happens to have a floor general at the point guard position an assassin at the two guard and an amazing coach um, and a really good young big man, which big men in the league coming up should definitely be looking at DeAndre aiding as how you should play the big man role moving forward and not be Brooke Lopez. Do not be a six foot, seven footer that stands out at three point line. But that's my only little small take on sports. I know y'all are not here for that. Uh, but take all my other stuff and let me know what it is that y'all think. Love, love. I honestly do not know, Monty, if this is going to work as far as what I'm about to say. So if it's no good, don't put it in the podcast because it's trash. Um, but honestly, this morning as I was sitting up, it just hit me that I noticed that for years, all these commercials that I thought were marketed to black people with us singing and dancing and rapping and all that shit was never marketed to us. They were actually marketed to everybody else. And they were using the idea of, look how cool these people look doing this while eating this food, drinking this soda, wearing these clothes. But it was never about us. So for like years of me being irritated, like this is the only way they market to us. It hit me that it was never about us. And I really came to that conclusion because a different commercial came on and it shows all these different clips of uh, black people. It shows like three black teenage boys in a corner in a corner store and it looks like they're about to rob the corner store but then they don't end up robbing it and their friend comes out and pays for the food that they have in their hand and then it shows another dude and he's like walking and getting on the getting on the subway train and all this shit but really he's going to his daughter's birthday party and uh I think there's one more other clip that I can't remember right now and at basically the dude's talking and he's like, you know, it's we're at the right time now to change the narrative and change the view. And I was like, oh, my God, I think this is the first commercial that was actually marketed to black people. And it was such an interesting thing because it's what, 2021 and. They're just now, like, somebody just now had that aha moment, but it took all the way to 2021. It also then makes me think about the great Paul Moody's statement where he says, everybody wants to be a nigga until you got to be a nigga. And that statement holds so true throughout all the years, and... I feel like there's some correlation or connection that I haven't got to yet between this way that they market the politics of the United States being a business and an LLC and 
the way that they get people to think and view other groups of people. And like I said, this is a rough thought of mine as I freshly wake up at nine something in the morning and probably need even more time to dig deeper into these thought processes that I'm automatically going through. Um, Yeah, I think that's all I got at the moment, and I got to get ready to drive. Who do you believe in? Roadblocks in the depot locked on your guy, what you lean in? Was a slave to a bot using death as a prop, blood ties in the deep end. You see all the pain we've been taxed on. Can't even more than niggas at the pest on. It's too much overlap for a sad song. Feel bad for em. the apex get preyed on. No, all your eggs in one basket, but you ain't quite blow. Mobbing through the depths with Penelope. I'm close to the edge right now, so fuck what you telling me. Made it this far without a felony, I risk it all. I'm just sorry that I missed your call, but my shit ain't stick when it hit the wall. The son of an addict, how I kick the draw. Thanks for me. Thanks for me. Thanks.